Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome to week nine of the Sunday Night All-Valley Trivia Championship, and I am Peter. I am Brianna. And our special guest for this week, you guys, fan favorite, one of our favorites too, actually, Sensei Ron Thomas. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy Sunday, indeed. Oh, we got a, a, a new class Cobra here. Owen Morgan is in the chat saying hello to everybody, so we got the new generation and the og cobra with us today very cool yeah very cool indeed so uh i think many people in the chat room have already played i I think we do have some new people as well um probably coming over from the homeless lynch um a group page i feel as well with uh some some theories along the way with the bobby and homeless lynn there uh ron can you shed any light on that on the some of those stories being shared. Well, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, I I have a million ideas, and I'm, I have a creative mind, so I'm always thinking. So when I saw that, you know, Susan had put up a homeless Lynn theories and spinoffs idea, um, I immediately had an idea that would be great for her character and my character, really. Um, you know, I think as far as I think so. So, and I, I put it up and. and uh, it got a lot of play. It got a lot of interest, and people loved it. So, and the theory was that uh, Bobby, Pastor Bobby, befriends homeless Lynn, and being the pastor that he is, and always steering, trying to steer everybody in the right direction. You know, he takes her in, he cleans her up, starts to teach, starts to uh, teach her karate, and um, eventually she gets good enough where she can actually also teach. And, or help Pastor Bobby teach, and they open up a, uh, a dojo, you know, a nonprofit dojo connected to the church, funded by the church, to help inner-city kids and uh, also homeless kids, <clears throat> which is a real problem in America, um, you know, and get them off the street and, and help them and steer them in the right direction. And, um, you know, the two of them take on this whole new whole new dojo that uh, actually along the way is just cleaning up kids and, and, and stopping bullying and getting kids off the streets, et cetera, and giving uh, inner city kids a positive outlet. Um, along the way, they develop some really good fighters who are capable, more than capable, of taking on what is now Kreese's Cobra Kai once again, and of course, Miyagi-Do. Oh, um, very nice. So that was my I posted that up, and, and uh, it seemed to get a lot of a lot of uh, play. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited just hearing about it. I, I'm not sure if you're glancing over at the chat there, but Susan's giving you a lot of love as well. Uh, hashtag Bobby Lynn. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm kind of thinking. I'm. I'm. I mean, first of all, it's incredibly profound and sounds fantastic, and I would watch the heck out of it. But my first thought was, oh my god, I'm getting some serious flea bag vibes. What's that? Uh, Bobby Lynn as a ship, you know, the the woman that fell in love with the priest. Have you not seen Fleabag? 
Oh, no, that's why I'm asking what that is. Oh, I haven't seen it either, but it's like one of Carrie's favorite shows, so she's always telling me about it all the time. And there's like this really interesting plot of a woman and a priest who are in love with each other. Oh, interesting. Well, there you go. Yeah, somebody, you know, somebody had responded with that idea, too. And, and the thing is, I don't know if you guys know, noticed in uh, season two, Bobby's actually wearing a, a wedding ring. So that would present all kinds of dilemma and drama for uh, mm. for the pastor. Absolutely. But, you know, and, and people think that because she has it up as a spinoff, I, I really didn't see it as a spinoff. I just thought I saw it as a new storyline thread inside of Cobra Kai. Sure. Um, you know, so. Yeah, uh, but against Miyagi-Do, wouldn't Bobby want to join forces with Daniel and Johnny? I don't think so. Daniel <laughs> and Johnny. <laughs> Nobody said that Daniel and Johnny are joining forces. Everyone knows right. it. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants it very badly. Everyone yes. Has a series of ideas, and the great thing about you know Hayden and John and and uh, Josh is that uh, they keep all you guys on your toes, and they, oh, yeah. they like to support you guys. And, and so, in the meantime, everybody's making up their own stuff. But um, you know, I, I just see it as a as a great outlet, a, a great way to steer these two characters. As you know, they couldn't be further apart. You know, Pastor Bobby and, and Homeless Lynn um, <laughs> joining forces. You know, no no one would see that coming. So, anyway, I think it'd be fantastic. I was just having fun over there. Oh sure. I mean, and, and yeah. in terms to the uh, to the wedding ring, I mean, I'm not a writer, but that can also be uh, something that Bobby wears as a sentimental value to a wife that may not be around anymore. So, yeah. you know, there's what, possibilities. But- let me just explain something to everybody. There's so many storylines going on in this show. <laughs> they need it to be like a at least an hour show minimum. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's so much happening. Um, I would try to try to simplify things if I had my say, but uh, you know, I don't. But oh, anyway, sure. the, it, it's it's a it's it's turned into a, just a giant soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, it is karate soap opera. Yeah. I mean, when you get creative minds that are so talented, like the creators behind this thing, that they get their minds going. um, One thing leads to another. And all of a sudden, you know, they got this mega thing on their hands. And they're trying to, you know, manage it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think they're doing a pretty good job. Um, I see AJ in the chat now, too. So there's another cast member has appeared um, um i saw uh robin he is uh one of the hosts of karate kid minute um so i i was on or i will be on that show we did an ep- we did an episode covering the minutes where um daniel is on the soccer field and it actually leads into the fight with with bobby so ron do you remember the the line like i'm gonna rip your face off i'm gonna rip your face off yeah it's you something did. That Bobby, yeah. <laughs> something that Bobby says to Daniel uh, during the, the fight uh, on the soccer field. I don't know. I do not remember saying that. If I did, if I said that, it wasn't scripted. It was that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was before the accidental elbow, though. So. The, the accidental yeah, that, that happened real. That, <laughs> I can tell you a story about that one. Yeah. Ralph actually hit me with his forearm gave me a bloody mouth 
he jumped on top of me and uh, and he hit me and then we just kept going. But after after John Avildsen said cut, um, Ralph immediately ran over to me and said, "Man, are you okay?" <laughs> Yeah, man, I've been hit harder than that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <Just> fired. <laughs> well, it's like football, uh, right? You play till the whistle no matter what happens. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Just depends on what happens, actually. Right. <laughs> I, I was doing the Conan show at Universal Studios live in front of over 3,000 people, and I got hit with... I played young Conan, and then I came back on stage when my character went away and I come back as a warrior and I fight big Conan, the, the muscle, you know, muscle bodybuilder guy. And he swung a sword at me and blew my finger wide open in front of 3000 people. Whoa. Um, the show did not go on. <laughs> <laughs> I ran backstage and you know, they took me to the hospital. So my finger up. Uh, uh, yeah. Anything that could cost you an appendage for life is probably one you should not act through the pain. Yeah. I would yeah. guess. No, no. I'm not going to wait for the show to, to to stop or the or the director to say cut. Wow! You cut your, no, you cut your finger. That cut. <laughs> hmm? You cut your finger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's still numb to this day. The tip of it. Oh wow! Yeah, I got blown away. I mean, it, it looked like an exploded cigar. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Little tip of my bone was sticking up, and blood was squirting everywhere. So uh, yeah. It's not always, uh, you know, glamorous, this this job, especially when you throw martial arts in the mix. Oh, sure. Many things could happen. I mean, you, you got hit by Ralph, so. Yeah. Yeah. See? Of course, Ralph got hit by by uh, Billy. William. Yeah, by Billy. That's right. During the, um, of course, he got by, he kicked. by Allie. <laughs> oh, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got the slap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so let's see here. We, we got a few minutes left. Uh, I feel we do. We've got four minutes before we start because we usually start about four fifteen, five fifteen. I always forget what time zone we're like actually based in. Um, we've got fifty-seven people signed up for the game. Nice. Um, what What did Sean have last week? Wasn't it fifty-four to start? It, it was fifty something. It was like yeah. Lower 50, I feel. yeah so I think his, you've his record. I think you've time. actually, um, Ron, set a new record above Sean. So, yeah. and that's just people playing too. I know, like to some people, that number sounds small, but um, not everybody plays. We do get a lot of people that tune in, and then after even the game, there's still hundreds of people that watch the video afterwards too. Right, so. and there's sixty between sixty-five and seventy in the chat right now. Fifty-seven signed up to play. Um, brief overcap of the rules. First of all, to get into the game, um, it's rotating on your screen right there. It's also in the description of the video. The mods will help you out. Um, you go to crowd.live, type in that code zero p six a g. Um, and or OP, sorry, it's the letter O. I hate that they used it. Um, OP6AG, that will get you into the game. Uh, when we start asking questions, the first question is a test question. Everyone will get it. You will see when we ask that first question just what a gimme it is, particularly today. I usually try to make it um, appropriate to the guest that we have with us that particular day. So, um, Everyone should probably already know what the answer is going to be. Um, 
it's basically just so everyone gets a feel for it. Do not um, do not rely on what you hear through YouTube because there is a couple of seconds of lag between what we say and when you hear it, just because data has to move. Um, so watch your phone. When the question pops up, wait until the answers change color slightly from a light gray to a bright white and wait until the 15 second question timer appears at the top of your screen. You don't get extra points for answering faster. You don't get extra points for answering first. But what will happen is your screen will move down one pixel. You will pick the wrong answer. You will be eliminated. So very careful. Watch the screen of your phone. Do not rely on the feed, what you're seeing through YouTube. Um, There have been some people in the past that have done that. They're listening to us. They don't realize questions have already been asked. Don't do that. Watch your phone or the other screen that you've got the game going in. Um, And if you are eliminated, you can continue to play, but your name will no longer be on the leaderboard. Question three will not murder anyone this week. (laughs) Uh, Ron, last week, uh, question number three eliminated 41 people. 41 people. Yeah. (laughs) Question three. Ah. Yeah. That was almost uh, everyone that was playing. And it was literally the first screen you see when you watch the Karate Kid. Literally the very first screen. That's funny. <laughs> 41 people dead. Like, oh my God. Yeah. But this week, question three is the easiest question I've ever asked. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, and also, for those that uh, have not seen it, or I'm not sure if we... I'm sure we put it out somewhere, but anyway... The, the last person standing, the champion of this week, will get a signed photograph of Ron Thomas. So collectors will add yep. that to their collection. So um, And just uh, go ahead and throwing it out now. If you do win, please contact us on social media. Give us your name and address, and we'll forward that on. So, uh, Brianna, anything else you want to throw out there before we start? Uh, I just kind of keep glancing over the chat room and I don't believe anyone's really asking me any questions but no I think everybody's I think everybody's got it and yes we are up to 61 players uh Jen we are that is far and away a new record no matter what Sean's was last week it was 50 something yep so Mr. Thomas congratulations Sensei Thomas (laughs) new record yay all right right I mean right I mean he was only in part three right and he's not even a real cobra (laughs) He's a mercenary. Bobby's a cobra to his soul. That's right. <laughs> All right. Has, um, has anyone seen Daryl? Is he playing this week? Has anyone seen who? Daryl? Is he playing? Um, this week? I have not seen Daryl yet. Oh, okay. He didn't. Po- he like popped up in the chat on like question two or three last week. He was there the whole time. He just doesn't. He wasn't talking. Ah, uh, okay. No one's seen Daryl. We've lost Daryl. Oh no! Whose turn was it to watch him? Um. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and start. Uh, Ron, you will ask the first question. Peter will ask the second. I will ask the third. And we will rotate like that every three. Um, Again, do not listen to us. Do not rely on us. Watch your phone. Everybody ready? Here we go. But also just make sure your guys' YouTube uh, video is, is live. So that way you're not behind a few seconds. I know some of the questions were asked and... Uh, there was uh, quite a bit of a delay last week, really. So just make sure your your um, 
let's say the timer is scrolled all the way to the right or click on the live button. Yes, absolutely. Because we did have some issues last week. Sean ended up like 15 seconds behind us. So <laughs> um, we figured it out on the last question. But I mean, just in case that happens. Part three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, yeah, Sean. 15 seconds behind himself. i really hope he's not watching um we're gonna have a a, a throwdown in here okay so you think you hope he is yeah (sighs) who would win between bobby and mike earl's 20 seconds behind himself (laughs) (laughs) oh man (gasps) these guys are my buddies buddy these guys are my buddies yeah right you know, we trash talk all the time. Oh yeah, who would who would win between Bobby and Mike? Do you think? Come on, I don't, Bobby. It's 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 not even a brainer, right? Not oh, even a hard question. <laughs> I mean, Bobby was uh, at least also in part two, even for a little bit. See, Mike's got the one movie. Bobby yeah. was actually technically in all three for some reason. That's true too. Well, oh, uh, flashback. Yeah, they they're okay. in the, the all five of them are in the credits of all three movies, and I think it's the, just from the flashbacks in the credits. But yep. yep, that's another one. Oh, but that's not a trivia question. But I will say that you guys have already given away the answers to at least one of the questions that I had in here today. So good job, everyone! All right, Hopefully it's not like who wins between Bob and Mike. No, that's not a <laughs> trivia question. <laughs> Because that's not even a real question. Everybody knows the answer. It's Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to try this again. We're going to start now. 62 players. Here we go. First question to Ron Thomas. And there it is. I don't know. There it is. There it is. Okay, everybody. It seems fitting that the one Cobra shown to have compassion in the movies grew up to become a pastor. What is his name? Um, you got to read the answers. <laughs> oh, I got to read. Oh, yeah. That's right. I got to read. The Johnny Lawrence. That's A. B. Bobby Brown. C. Tommy D. Dutch. It's absolutely Dutch, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pastor in jail. Yeah, that's right. He found Jesus. It's all good. He probably did. He probably would have to, wouldn't he? Yeah. It is, of yeah, course, uh, Bobby Brown. That's right. Uh, Ron, do you uh, still speak with Chad? Keep in touch? Not, not, not as often as everyone else, no. I, I run into him, you know, on, on special events and on occasion, but uh, no, not he, he's, he's busy uh, racing fancy cars. He is very busy racing fancy cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, every, everyone else, you know, we've been in touch all these years. That's friends, we're all good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's awesome that you guys all stayed in touch and and stayed friends all this time. That's oh, yeah. not something you yeah. see very often with people that work together in the '80s. They generally don't even know whether the other people are still alive. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Seeing some of like the young cobras now continue to keep in touch, you know, in the years to come too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's inevitable. Thirty mm-hmm. years from yeah. now, when we're all in our seventies and eighties, and they're <laughs> making Cobra Kai returns with Miguel teaching, yeah, that would right. be awesome. Yeah. Um, Peter, 
We've got yeah. some requests in the chat for um, Ron's volume to be a little bit louder. Is that something I can control? Yeah, that would be you through Skype, I think. Okay, let's take a look here. Oh, and while we're doing that, we'll go ahead and show that everyone survived. Because even if it wasn't a gimme question, everyone would have known. Hmm. Gosh, I hope that... Uh... See, I, I had a recording earlier today, and I know Skype was um, not being good to me. So I'm scared of messing with this and screwing up something. Could you turn your mic up a little bit, Ron? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I can try. If not, I mean, I can hear you and they can hear you. You're just a little fainter than Peter. So it's not like a super big issue. Okay. Yeah, because I opened up the settings tab and I can't click anything. And I, I actually thought you guys froze for a second. So, yeah, I don't want I don't want to mess with anything fearing that it closes out Skype or something. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that, that's fine. I'll speak closer to my microphone. Oh, okay. See if that helps. That that probably should. All right. So, watching the leaderboard scroll here, I'm seeing that we do have Chris back this week. However, we don't have a Drew. He I saw him in the chat earlier. Um, unless he's Unless he went under a different name. Oh, it's that I'm too loud. Well, I can fix that. There. Um, let's see. The other thing is we have a lot of names with the the word Cobra Kai in it. Okay, so there's okay, there's Drew. He's on there after Cobra Kai gal, but before Cobra Kid official. Okay. We got uh, a lot, and then Cobra Kid. We got a lot of Cobras on the leaderboard. Go figure. Johnny Bob Jimmy Tom. Johnny Bob Jimmy Tom. We got two of those. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I just I get so happy whenever Jimmy's name is listed. <laughs> yeah. So does Christy. All right. Oh, sure. So moving on to the next question, Peter. This okay. one is for you. Question two: The tiniest of the cobras. He's been both a punching bag and a prop for Hawk, and he's got a rivalry brewing with Nathaniel. What's his name? Is it A. Kev, B. Tim? C, Frank, or D, Bert. Notice that not Frank is not an option. That's right. Uh, because I don't, well, I mean, I feel a lot of casual fans may not even recognize three of those names. Well, Frank is literally right there. Yeah, I know, but the names, just the names. Okay. And he is a special guest in the chat, sort of. <laughs> Maybe. That's Bert. It is Bert. D. Bert. Everybody loves Bert. Oh, Owen says it's Tim. Oh, okay. So we, we all got it wrong. We all got uh, it wrong? That's right. Uh, and for those that are newer to, to the Trivia Championship, um, Owen was a special guest as well. Uh, I feel like episode three or something. Week or two. week three. Week two. Week two? Oh, okay. Yep. He was our first actual guest host. Actually, I remember that now. Yep. And my three-year-old. Oh, <laughs> Kate was talking about her husband's name being Tim. And then she said, and, my, and all I saw was the and my three-year-old. And I'm like, what? Okay. I okay. was like, what about Bert? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's grown, right? Yes. He had a growth yeah. spurt. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 12 people were eliminated. I'm hoping those were all timeouts. Really? I'm going to scroll down and look. Um, three people voted for Tim. Uh-oh. Owen. What Owen, you <laughs> did you vote for Tim? Um, or, I, I hope that the, um, the it, it timed out after he said that it was Tim, because maybe people were like, oh, it's Tim. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, the question was over before he said that. But yeah, three okay. votes for Tim, one for Frank, everyone else eliminated. And, you know, Frank was in the picture, so maybe it was a bit of a trick question. Okay. Not really, but... No, it, I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, if you know Bert's name, then that was Bert. Right. And here comes question three. Everybody ready for this? <laughs> Seriously. What color are Daniel LaRusso's eyes? Are they gray, green, blue, or brown? I mean, the hint is also on the video itself. <laughs> what did I tell you? Easiest yeah. question I have ever asked. I mean, there's even a line that follows this. So this would have been actually a really cool part to uh, have Lucille say it. Oh, yeah, I could have done this as a quote question. Yeah. I could have. I didn't because everyone in this chat and in this game had damn well better know Daniel LaRusso's eyes are it brown. Blue. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, the cartoon version of Daniel LaRusso has blue eyes. <laughs> we don't talk about the cartoon except for the part that we're always talking about the cartoon. Now, Bobby has blue eyes. Right. Johnny has blue but, eyes. And, and the, the, the clue on the screen was Bobby Brown. That's, that's where I was going with it, if anyone picked up on that. I didn't. Oh, yeah, I said, you know, the answer is on the screen, kind of. Sort of. Are you still there, Ron? Or are you just sitting there shaking your head at us? I'm listening to you guys. Okay, so let's see. This had better be a zero elimination. Oh, and huh. what? 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 Twenty-four. That's overall. Come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> Ron's like, even I do that. I have zero, zero, zero issue with hitting this button right now. Because you all deserve that. 11 votes for blue. Seriously? 11 votes? My clue on the screen for Ron having blue eyes, too. (laughs) But come on. You know, Daniel LaRusso was in the first three Karate Kid movies. How do you guys not know it was brown eyes? The baby browns. It's a recurring mm-hmm. theme. Yeah. He's Italian. I mean, I know one yeah. famous Italian with blue eyes. Come on. Oh, boy. <sighs> okay. Well, such is life. <sighs> okay. I tried, guys. I really tried. You really did. You really did. And you, you know what? It's not 41 eliminated. It's 24. So. Mm, oh, between it, the two. Know. Yeah. So we had some timeouts and stuff. All right. Next question. Maybe, maybe it'll be 12 next week. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question four coming up for Ron. Okay, guys. When asked by Daniel to do karate with him, Anouf gives him two answers. One as his friend and one as his boss. What are they? A. I'm busy, and I'm sick. B, sure, absolutely. C, maybe, maybe not. D, I don't know. I don't think so. 
I like the maybe, maybe not. I think that's that's Anusha's attitude about life in general. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. And this is a, I, I think this is a good question, too, because those can almost all be the, the answer. They could be. Yeah. So They could be. But if he's his friend, he's busy. If he's his boss, he's sick. So. And I love the way that Dan delivered those lines. He's just like, I'm busy. I'm sick. It just, one right, right. into the other, you know? It just, very smooth. Love Anoush. Great character. Oh, yeah. We does, better get him Debbie, back next year. Does Debbie play this? I, I don't think so, right? Um, I don't know if Debbie's in there or not. Hmm. This would have been a great one for her. Yeah, that would have. She would have absolutely. She'd have, she would have stomped all over everybody that got it wrong. 34 eliminated. Is that correct? Uh, that, we oh. had 13 wrong yeah, we had we had thirteen wrong answers. No way to know anymore at this point. Um, I think nine went on that one because we had forty before that. Um, okay. So, yep. But you know what? We're doing better than we were last week. Doing good. Yeah. Still a good amount of people. Thirty-one. Right. We're not down to ten people after the third question. This is progress. Oh, Karate Papa's been looking forward all week too, and he missed that one. Oh no. Man, you always yeah. hurt the ones you love, right? I just I destroy all my friends because I think I took Jen out too because she said crud. <laughs> oh no. Yep, yep, Jen's gone too. I give up. Question four <laughs> for Peter. Here all we right. go. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Question five. It's fairly common knowledge that Ralph was given the 1947 yellow Ford convertible by the studio. What was Billy given as memorabilia? Was it A, Johnny's dirt bike, B, Johnny's red jacket, C, Johnny's 1982 Avanti 2 convertible, or D, Johnny's skeleton costume? All of which would be completely and totally awesome to have, by the way. It would, but it's no 47 yellow Ford. (laughs) Um, that Avanti I actually okay, found well, out yeah, was sure. built specifically for like a friend of John Avildsen's and then he borrowed it. Huh. Ron, do you have any insight on that on that car? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's absolutely possible. Oh, interesting. Was it comfortable to ride in? I didn't ride it. Oh, you worked there. The golf and stuff. No, oh, okay. no you Tommy? weren't there. It was Tommy in the back seat with, uh, with Barb, Barb and Susie and, and Susie, Dutch right. in the front. Okay. Yeah. Which would mean if they had made room for both Daniel and Allie, Daniel would have ended up sitting on Dutch's lap, which would have been really <laughs> super awkward. <laughs> or Johnny's. <laughs> or Johnny's while he's driving. <laughs> hey, it could happen. Uh, anyway, the correct answer is Billy has Johnny's red jacket. And he loaned it to them for what episode, Peter? Uh, episode eight, Glory yes. of Love, in season two. Yes, because Miguel wore it to the skating rink. All right. Um, he he wanted the dirt bike. I think he has said a few times that he wanted the dirt bike. Yeah, we, there, there was talk that we were all going to get the dirt bikes. Oh, that would have been awesome. Did anybody sneak off that one? We know we approached Jerry Weintraub. Hey, are we getting a dirt bike? He said, um... No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to keep your jacket, though? 
we got to keep a lot of our wardrobe. <laughs> What's really cool is they took us down to um, Fred Siegel on, I think it was on Melrose or Hollywood Boulevard, closed the store down, and told us to go in and buy whatever we would wear. You know, so we go in, we try on a bunch of stuff. We were in there for a couple hours and, and we, jeans and jackets and shirts and sweaters and, you know, and then um, when we come back with a stack of like four or five wardrobe changes, then of course they had to order like, you know, five of each, four of each because you have stunt doubles and other, you know, stand-ins wearing stuff. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And we got to keep um, a lot of some of the wardrobe. Um, and I don't think I know where any of mine went. Oh, wow. Because recreating those those jackets is like a very time-consuming pursuit for several people. Um, my friend Erin, yeah. um, who I believe you have met, she has a recreation of yours. And then her friend Shannon has a recreation of Billy's that they spent really? like months and months and months trying to find the right jackets for. Yeah. We didn't – I don't remember. I don't think we – I didn't get my jacket. I don't remember. I could have, you know, I don't remember. I didn't, I don't have a lot of that stuff. But, That's a um, long time ago too. Yeah. I, I didn't even think to ask for it back then, you know? Right. Because who could have seen this coming 35 years ago? Yeah. Oh, if I would have seen this coming, I would have kept everything. Right. <laughs> You'd be a millionaire. Yeah. You'd be like Mark Hamill in yeah. that episode of um, Amazing Stories where he kept all of his comic books and his action figures and all the stuff in his car. And then right. when he's like 90, he's a millionaire because somebody bought it all. You know, yeah, here's a, here's a fun little quick story. I had, you know, my management and not my agent so much, but I had a manager that said um, that there was no audience for this movie. Wasn't mm -hmm. going to go anywhere. He, he never even came to the set to meet John Avildsen, Jerry Weintraub, you know. He never even showed up. That's crazy, isn't it? That's wow. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's like Charlie a, Sheen saying playing Daniel LaRusso would ruin his career. Right. Yeah. Well, that I don't know if that was true or not, but, you know, people have uh, very limited foresight. And I did a, I did a uh, television interview after... I had made the movie, uh, Hometown Boy Makes Good, you know, so I went back to my hometown, they, they interviewed me on TV, and then after the interview, the guy interviewing me said the same thing. He said, you know, this, this, there's no demographic for this movie, it's got no audience, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> okay. Oh my yeah, God! Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put a challenge out there to our listeners to try to find that interview of you uh, on, on the news there. I wonder okay. if it's out there somewhere. I would love I to see that. Oh, I know a few a... people who will rise to that one. All right. One of them's our moderator. That woman can find anything. <laughs> if it exists, well, be, Amy will find that'd it. That would be awesome. That would be awesome if you could find that. There you go, Amy. There's your challenge. You have to find that interview with Ron. <laughs> Shrug. She's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, She's fine. like, I'll have it for you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> All right. On to question six. This is me. And this is a video quote question. Fill in the blank to complete this quote. It doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become blank. Is it badass? Stronger? 
merciless, or better? Hmm. All very possible answers. All very possible <laughs> answers. None of which actually fit with the expression on Johnny's face in that screen cap, but that was just a really pretty shot. So I'm like, ooh, I'm using that one. Hmm. I like it. All right. And we are going to go to the answer. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. All right, and the Cobras must become badass. Although at the same time, they would become the other three. Yes. But. Yeah, absolutely. That does fall in line with becoming badass, Right. I think. But the quote is specifically, badass. No Cobra Kai fans should or did miss that. Good job, guys. All right. It's one of the best scenes of the entire season, so... Yeah, Watch Party said so, too. Yeah. The scene in the show is what he says. Oh, well, yeah, definitely one of the best in season one, easily. That sums up Johnny's entire character motivation in three sentences. I love it. All right, so moving on now to question number seven. This one is for Ron. Oh, and look how that worked out. Oh. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Bobby may have been sympathetic to Daniel at various times, but he wasn't always that way. What did Bobby do to Daniel on the soccer field? A, shoved him into the fence. B, threw a soccer ball at his face. C, punched him. I think I'm supposed to say punched him in the nose. Oh, yep. Um, B, hooked his leg and tripped him. Yep, I, I accidentally a word right there. Definitely did. All right, so everyone should know that Bobby hooked him, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron, do you have any insight to the uh, the gesturing between Bobby and Johnny on the soccer field with Daniel, uh, you know, juggling his ball in the middle there? <laughs> I think uh, Johnny does some kind of like chin rub or something. You give him the okay. Yeah, I mean, basically, Johnny is saying, take him out. Okay. Yeah, yeah he kind of does like a over. chop across his neck, like the, the kill him yeah. kind of thing. Split, uh. split thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Bobby just gives him the okay. No problem. So Very cheerfully, you know, too. Huge smile. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bobby well, was looking forward soccer. to that. It's soccer. He can get away with it. It's nothing blatant, you know. Uh, so, yeah, Bobby had a little fun there. All right. Oh, no, that one took Chris out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, he had to go anyway. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully uh, you can, um, I don't know, catch up on these movies. I wonder what he put. I don't or, know. Let me scroll what, down What were some of, the, uh, some of the other answers? I mean, they're all very possible. Um, there were there were four wrong answers. Uh, two threw a soccer ball threw a soccer ball at his face, or two punched him the nose. Mm. Well, um, he does do that, but oh no, I mean Daniel does that. Too, da- yeah. yeah, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel punches Bobby. Bobby, I don't think ever gets a hand on Daniel, does he? I mean, you know, some grabbing. That's about it. Yeah. 
there was too many too many uh, people ganged up on us that weren't social distancing. So that's right. Uh, right. It was, it was, yeah. You know, it's like your your average high school gathering. Fight! 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. I had like four guys pulling me off of Daniel. Otherwise, Daniel. Would- <laughs> And he just had Tommy pulling him off of you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I don't know, though. I think Tommy may have gotten the short end of the stick with that temper and the way those elbows were flinging around. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we did lose. Um, I think Chris may actually have been the only one that went out on that one that was still on the leaderboard. Mm, so, clearly, he was the only one who has not been watching... Uh, the movies uh, since they've been on Netflix. Right. Got to binge watch those things, boys and yeah, girls. Yeah. Especially in time for, you know, the trivia. You guys know it's every Sunday. Right. Yep. Yeah, they're not a surprise. Shouldn't sneak up on anyone. All right. Question eight for Peter. Okay. Uh, question eight. The cold open for season two, episode nine is a montage of training for Miguel and Tori and Robbie and Sam. Miguel and Tori are at the Cobra Kai Dojo. At, at Reseda Heights or in Reseda Heights? And Reseda oh, and Heights. Reseda's. Yeah, they're okay. in two places. Sam and, um, Sam and Robbie are at the Miyagi-Do Dojo and where? A, the LaRusso house, B, Robbie's apartment, C, the beach, or D, the high school? Less complicated way of putting it. What? What? Where were Sam and Robbie and the, actually the majority of the training scenes in that montage? Mm-hmm. And we get it in the trailer, too, the season two trailer. Yep. And the teaser and a heck of a lot of the marketing. And it's a beautiful, beautiful shot of Robbie and Sam on the beach. On the beach. See. The high school would be really weird. The high school would be odd. Yeah, the high school would be odd. A little bit too on the nose with the foreshadowing there. Um, I don't know what they would be doing at Robbie's apartment since he doesn't even live there anymore. And I don't think they would be making out at Daniel's house. I mean, well, maybe they would. (laughs) They had been. I mean, they do it in Miyagi's house. Right, right. And they had been just, you know, when no one's around to see it. But, yes, it is the beach. And, oh, we lost three on that one. Not too bad. We still got 20 people. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. I think most of the, the, the um, bad answers were for the LaRusso house, which I could see where you could assume that, you know, if you didn't know for sure. I'm trying to see real quick here. Mike P is still, is he the only returning champ that's still on? Um, Let's see. Um, no, I saw Sam. Again. Did I see Sam in there? Oh, no, I said M. Tizzle, not Sam. Not Sam McShizzle. All these names kind of blend together after a while. Cobra Kai Gal, is that either Mariah or Jesse? Uh, no, I think they would go under Karate Gal. Yeah, that's true. Followed by their name, yeah. That's true. Yeah. And Pedantic Penguin, who threw down that uh, challenge last week that he could beat anyone in trivia. Yeah. And then lost the- out on question three with everyone else (laughs) so what do you do yeah you laugh and go ha ha (laughs) i did yes absolutely no oh no he said okay he did not he did not you did go out though uh question three last week uh, Lindsay is a cobra cobra kai gal oh okay Mm -hmm. oh he says he had to go okay 
Um, Drew, question three last week was, um, when did Lucille and Daniel leave Newark for California? Oh, let's see if uh, Drew can tell us. Okay, well, we're going to move on with this one. Yeah, well, we continue, right? We're going to go on with this one while Drew comes up with the answer to last week's three. And this one is for me. Question nine. All right. Despite its enduring popularity and success as a franchise, Columbia Pictures didn't own the title, The Karate Kid. Who did? Was it Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Dark Horse Comics, or Visitor Comics? Who like owned, that. right? Who, <laughs> who actually owns the name, the title, The Karate Kid? Uh, this was also mentioned in one of the episodes of Karate Kid Minute this week. Uh, so, again, if you guys uh, check out Robin and Matt, they do a great job at analyzing each minute of the Karate Kid. And so they've already done the first three minutes um, in one of the episodes. They talk about this very question. Ah, and this one took Drew out. Oh, no. DC Comics owns the Karate Kid. He is, mm-hmm. uh, there's a special thank you at the end of every movie um, to DC for letting them use it. Uh, I've seen, first of all, our Karate Kid is way better. Like his costuming is better. Like everything about him is better than this guy running around in like a bright white and yellow onesie. I don't know. But he's a DC Comics character. He's a superhero. Right. I, I think it's, green and yellow if i'm not mistaken but um also recently shout out to marvin he actually posted a cover of, of the uh, the karate kid comic in our group um earlier this week oh and there went yeah, the penguin yeah because he he had listened to that episode and so he was posting things that he was learning from that episode the penguin just went out on a question about dc comics mm. am i the only one who finds that funny yeah you know the, the penguin you know from uh, batman you better laugh. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but also, Visitor Comics, shout out to him, which is one of the answers here. He um, he recently, or I guess if you look at the video, those drawings of me and Brianna are done by him. Yes. And aren't they fantastic? I love them. He got like my him. tattoo <laughs> on my arm and everything. He's freaking amazing. Peter, and, oh. Peter's got a bicep. Yes, I do. They, they, uh, that's life size, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a great rendering of me. <laughs> right? It's just like, you know, all those times that you could have been Vin Diesel. Did I ever, um, Brianna, did I tell you when I went to go uh, visit Yuji and I showed him that photo? I don't think so. Yeah, I showed him the photo and uh, after, like hindsight, uh, I felt maybe it was a little weird to be like, hey, look, I had somebody draw me as you. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Be so I, awkward. I weird after, yeah, I felt, I felt weird after showing him. Like at the time, I was just like, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" <laughs> that, yeah. Either way, I don't, that I don't would remember be awkward. It's not like I'm going to go up and show Ralph. A, hey, look, here's a picture of a cartoon version of me wearing your clothes. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. It's so, it's a fan thing. <laughs> Keep it away from the show people. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, we right. say with you know one of the show people on the phone, but it's okay. We're not mm-hmm. weird. I promise. No. Uh, that probably was a brain kick question because we dropped pretty low on that one. We're down to 14 now. 
So was that six people? Yeah, that was six out on that one. Um, And it was split pretty evenly between Marvel and Dark Horse. And I don't know that Dark Horse even existed until like the late 80s. Not up on my comic history. I don't remember, but I feel Dark Horse is local to me. Uh, Dark Horse did the Star Wars comics. I know that in the 90s, they were part of the EU um, because I used to steal covers from their website. Whoops. Did I say that out loud? (laughs) All right. All right. So moving on. Next question. And this is for Ron. All right, you guys. Question number 10. Who owns, runs the pawn shop in Reseda Flats? A, Nestor. B, Armand. C, Lynn. D, Lyle. I said that because I don't know if he owns it or if he's just the manager. Gut tells me he mm, owns it. Right. But okay. figured, you know, cover your bases either way. And do either of you know the answer? I do. You do? Uh, I'll let our guest answer first. If he I, has a guess. You want me to answer? If, yeah, if you know uh, or D. if you have a guess. D. The Lyle, that's right. Yes, it is. Yep, otherwise known as the beloved pawn shop guy. Um, maybe actually Bobby's competition for Lynn's heart, because Lynn's got a thing for Lyle. <laughs> we found that out, yeah, when, when, when Lynn made an appearance here on our show. Right? And Susan was very angry with Lyle for encouraging Lynn in her wanton ways, so, well, you know. Su- Susan just confirmed it. Lyle's Lynn's boyfriend, see? Oh, okay. <laughs> But, but does Lyle know that? Right. Does Lyle know that or is that just in Lynn's head? Um, although if he gave her, you know, if he gave her a burrito, they're probably engaged at this point. And, uh, oh, she, she mentions uh, Lyle mentions having his rent raised. So he's the guy who runs it. OK. Yep. Yep. Which means Nestor. Yep. OK. So they all own it. And we are down to eight. We lost six. Wow. OK. Um, well, there's another. uh Green kick to the face. Yep, it is. This one was split between Nestor and Armand, which Armand owns the mall. Right. And I think that's what, yeah. I think people might have missed the the pawn shop part. You know, they see, you know, the the Reseda. What what was the question? How did you word it? Who um, owns, runs the pawn shop in Reseda Flats? Okay. So they may have seen Reseda Flats and runs, you know? One of those things. Yeah. Or you just skip a few words. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. Lindsay, Lindsay says she needs to rewatch. And that's the whole point, guys. We're basically just trying to get as many people to watch the show as many times as possible. So I feel like less of a freak. You know, and I still have premium. I know a lot of people probably canceled theirs uh, once it was announced that they're going to Netflix. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess I still use it uh, for my personal use. And I think... I think some of the family members also use it for like channels that I guess you have to have a premium to watch, you know, things like that. So I'm going to keep mine just because I I've bought all three of the movies and the outsiders and stuff on there. And I don't know if I get to keep those if I let that subscription go back. Hmm. Well, if you buy them, I feel you get to keep it unless you rent it. Then that no, I didn't. I didn't rent it. I bought it. But I think it was cheaper for premium members than it is for non I see. So, okay. I, I, anything that might deprive me of any 
form of Karate Kid anything I'm not going to do. All right. Even though I've got 17 other copies of it in 17 other formats, but oh well. Yep. And Watch Party also says, plus you can watch YouTube videos without ads. That's that's a big thing, and I can put my phone on sleep and still listen to videos. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big one. All right, moving on. Question 11 for Peter. Question 11. Fill in the blanks to complete this quote. Are you going to regret this when it's blank? Yeah, right. Like this will ever be blank. Is it A, over, B, done, C, resolved, or D, finished? And you're right. They do progressively get a little bit harder and harder. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like this one is one that anyone who's made it through season one should absolutely know because these two lines in combination made my heart just sing. Mm. Okay. And I think it did it for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, the, the image that you used, um, that doesn't get used often enough. Oh, no, there is. That is like the single most beautiful shot of the entire season. Just that one yeah. frame of the light coming up behind them. And they're they're flipped from the way they were at their tournament, and the it, 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 yeah I like it. Anyway, we're gonna ask the boys what they said. You're gonna regret this when it's over. Yeah, right. Like this will ever be over. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, right. Like this will ever be over. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we hope it never is. Right? It's been going on for 34 years at this point. Still 34 years because it's still 2018. Right. But. We never want it to be over. Uh, like what Amy says. I mean, yeah, it'll never be over, even when they team up, idiots. <laughs> yeah, no. Stupid boys going to be stupid boys. They've been stupid boys for 50-some-odd years. They're going to keep doing it. <laughs> I don't include Bobby in the stupid boys, because Bobby at least is in, you know, Johnny's ear trying to go, um, you know, you want to grow up a little bit, maybe, you know. Exactly. But he was saying that back then. That, yeah. That's true. So what is your, what did, we, we heard from you in, in the interview that you did with Peter, um, I think it was your first one, you mentioned that Bobby was actually supposed to be a character in part two because he and Daniel oh. were supposed to be friends? So, you know, once you realize you have a hit, um, they start, you know, drastically, not drastically, but coming up with, equal ideas of course so you know I was approached and told um, by a, a reliable source that one of the ideas one of the scripts was actually there's a scene in in the first movie that we filmed that never got used and that is the scene when I take out Daniel's leg I actually am sorry I was really conflicted or I, Bobby is really conflicted doesn't really want to do it and then um, after he does do it, he comes comes to his senses, and, and he what, what he does is he walks across the mat towards Crease, takes off his black belt, crying, tears in his eyes, drops the black belt at Crease's feet, and walks out. So mm-hmm. had they kept that, <clears throat> then um, and and gone on with the sequel part that they were thinking about doing then Bobby actually becomes friends with Daniel in part two. Now, so I, do you happen to have yeah. a Bobby Brown wig? A Bobby Brown wig? Yeah, I'm just so, thinking, like, what if we did a 
fan edit of you, recre- <laughs> you know, recreating that scene. <laughs> Bobby Brown, big. Yeah. Do, yeah, 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 you know. And, do I need to spin kick you through the? <laughs> I'll hold him for you. Uh, well, you know, just just so that way we could actually see it, you know, and say like, hey, uh, this is how it should have ended. That, you know, that, that, you know, John Avildsen posted up a lot of rehearsal videos on YouTube, and uh, you can actually see that. You can actually okay. see where we we rehearsed the scene, um, but we did film it. And then the way things rolled out at the very end of the movie, and um, and and they made some changes along the way. They wanted to keep Bobby as part of the Cobra Kai and show up in part two, mm-hmm. because the original ending to part one is actually the beginning of part two. Right, and that so wouldn't have made sense for you to walk. We didn't off. have time. There's a whole story behind it. We didn't have time to film it. It was New Year's Eve. Blah blah blah. So um, anyway, so John found his ending with that you know that picture with. Uh, Mr. Miyagi, the look on his face. And then they brought me back for part two as part of the Cobra Kai, you know, but they wanted to do the parking lot scene. And then they didn't continue with the storyline or that particular sequel that they had in mind. Um, instead, they went off to, you know, freaking Okinawa. Mm. <laughs> so, um, uh, see, anyway, th- th- yeah. that's interesting. I, I don't I don't know if I knew or just maybe misremembered that uh, the shoot was uh, Christmas Eve. Because there's this photo that that is floating around on the internet where uh, it's Daryl and Ralph, um, you know, just they're outdoors. It's nighttime and they're both wearing like poofy jackets because it was probably cold. And so, yeah, I, I guess that was the night of that shoot as well. Because uh, Daryl gave me some insight on that picture, but he didn't say that that was like the night of the tournament, um, you know, being filmed or anything. But... Also, to kind of add to what you were saying about, you know, when there's a hit, people start thinking about ideas and stuff. When I spoke with uh, Yuji Okamoto, this was not the interview. This is when I went to go visit him at his restaurant, um, and he sat down with us and talked. He said that there was an idea after the release of um, Part 2 that it was going to be like Daniel, Chosen, or maybe Daniel and Johnny teaming up against Chosen or something. That's what he heard or just an idea that was you know brought up so that would have been interesting too well the the part that um makes me happy is we i mean we've we've seen it in the rehearsal video the the rehearsal footage it was in the book it was in the script so this scene exists which means the big three have their hot little hands on it Mm. which means they can still play with that plot line and bring bobby back in as daniel's friend Mm. Yeah, that'd those, be interesting. Guys, I call them the Cobra Cut gods. Yeah, they can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah, and they're very smart, they're very creative, and talented, as you guys know. So yes, um, you know, but yeah, it would have been. It's interesting. You know, a lot of things go into play. They got to negotiate with actors, and they got to negotiate with the studio, and they got to negotiate. You know, so there's a lot of things that happen along the way that will green light a storyline or not you know so see there you guys go you know for those that want certain characters back there's a lot a lot of uh you know things that go on behind the scenes right and when they say there's an infinite universe of possibilities for every character we've ever seen they're not lying there is an infinite number of ways to bring any of them back in any capacity whatsoever Mm -hmm. so hopefully we will find out 
sometime in 2020. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> We're still <laughs> waiting. We know it's still, coming. Still, yeah. You, you don't want to see us all. Uh, I don't think you want you want to see anybody uh, wearing masks on the screen. No. <laughs> no. 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 Got to get past the COVID thing, too, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I even wonder if they even kicked around the idea of possibly just, you know, green screening everybody and putting them on a composite background of some sort or something. I don't know. It, that, would, that would advance green screen technology really flipping fast if everybody had to be green screened and then laid on top of each other. Well, they um, they did that for uh, that one movie, uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow or something like that, with like Angelina Jolie, Jude Law. Like it, everything is completely green screen in that movie. Oh, wow. I don't mm-hmm. think I knew that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we question. have a trivia game. We are actually yes. in the middle of it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. What question is this? This is 12. Did you ask the last one? Who asked the last mm-hmm. one? I think I asked the last one, yeah. Okay, so this one is mine. Question 12. There is something unique about the way The Karate Kid was filmed, which puts it on a very small list of Hollywood films. What is it? It was shot almost entirely in reverse chronological order. It was shot almost entirely in chronological order. It was shot entirely on a soundstage. Or it was shot entirely on location. What was unique about the way that the original Karate Kid was filmed? And I feel like um, anybody that watches or listens to the commentaries, you know, they, they should know this. It, it gets brought up all the time. Yes. Yeah, this is not an obscure question, I don't think. Wait, does Mike have to guess on this one? I don't know, but holy damn. Well, Crystal said that was a guess. Mike said that was a guess. It was shot almost entirely in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm going by. I, I, I know it was almost entirely chronologically shot. Wasn't it the scenes of Daniel and Lucille across country were the only ones that were shot out of order, weren't they? Correct. Okay. That, that I remember, yeah. Yeah, once it, once it started with them pulling up in front of the the apartment building, everything else from then on, it was shot between what, October and December, which is almost exactly the same timeline as the movie, too, which is super mm. rare. All right, let's see how many people got. Oh, looky there. Ooh, down to four. Down to four. Who's that, in Teasel? I do not know, but we might find out. But we've got Mike P in the house. We yeah. got Jackie and Kiata. Final four. Here we go. Here we go. All right. We may find out who M. Tizzle is uh, fairly shortly. That's me, guys. That is Michael Tobin. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So on to question 13 for Ron. Okay. I don't see it. Give it just a second. Uh, buffering. Uh-oh. Buffering. Uh-oh. <laughs> buffering. Current surviving players. Oh, my gosh. My- um, I don't see a question. Refresh your screen. This is exactly what happened to Sean last week. It was weird. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so hit refresh. Okay. There you go. In the opening scene of SO2E07, who shows up in Mr. Miyagi's backyard to threaten Daniel? A. Crease, B. Johnny, C. Hawk, D. Armand. 
poor Armand. <laughs> Why? Because he keeps keep getting thrown in here. He keeps. Get, he's not. I don't think Armand has been an answer to his own question yet. Although uh, we, what about what we did about have a question? Shower, yeah, we did right? have a question about him peeing in the shower. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, kind of. But everyone, all of these four, had better know that that was Crease that showed up in Mister Miyagi's backyard to threaten Daniel. Yeah. Um, and they all know what you and I felt about that. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yet the episode titled Lull, where he talks about what a lull is, too. Right. Lull, as opposed to the lulls, which is a completely different thing. Because it wasn't very I be- funny. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what the lulls is. You're not that old. I mean, if I know. Mm, uh, is that a band? For the lulls means for the laughs. L- oh. Uh, okay. okay. Moving on. Right. Yes. Every they, they all knew it anyway. So. <laughs> oh, good, good, very good. I mean, if you saw the episode, you knew. Right, right. It's yeah. Just, it, it's it's not a quote. It's not a line. It's who was there. Right. And yeah. You see Daniel's face. Only one person makes sense. Yeah. There's only one person he's going to look at. Like, well, no, there's two people he's going to look at like that. But the other one we haven't seen yet, so we don't worry about him. Oh, right, right, right. All right. Hey, we got all four top four still. On to the next question. Question number 14. Is this me? Did I lose count? Uh, you just read it. Wait. Okay. No. Wait. No, no, no. It's, it's, that's me. Okay. Uh, question 14. The theme song for The Credit Kid Part 2, The Glory of Love, is now synonymous with the movie and was nominated for an Oscar. But it wasn't written for The Credit Kid franchise. What movie was it written for? Was it A, Top Gun, B, Pretty in Pink, C, Rocky Four, or D, Short Circuit? All great movies. Yeah, but this one completely like trips me out because the the words of that song match up so perfectly with Mr. Miyagi and Yukie, with Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, with Daniel and Kumiko. It's like all the relationships in the movie are in that song. Okay. Hmm, yeah. How could that have ever been intended to apply to Rocky, Adrian, and what's his face? Drago. The train? No, the trainer. <laughs> Oh, Mickey? <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Rocky Four. it was written for. Yeah, like Mike, I did not know that either. Yeah, it's... Um, I would have guessed Rocky Four. The The Karate Kid is that film franchise that goes around beating up other movies in the alley and stealing their theme songs, I guess. It is. You know, I'm, but Short Circuit, Johnny Five, could have been the Knight in Shiny Armor. So, you know, that could have been it. <laughs> Right, uh, as he rides off into the sunset with Ali Sheedy Mar- standing Mar- on his plane, tracks, you know? right? So, it's a good one. All right, so did all four? No, only two. No. Lost Mike and Kiata. There we go. Either way, we're going to get a new champ. Yes, like. we are. Down to uh, Michael and Jackie. Jackie representing Australia. Yes, and the companions. And the companions, yes. Um, I don't uh, know, Mike- Michael. Are you a are you a companion? I, he follows uh, me, uh, I believe, on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Okay. I think I've got him on Twitter too. We need to get we yeah. need to get you on Facebook, Michael. All right. So here we go. Top two. And on to question fifteen. And oh man, this is not this. This <laughs> one should be easy. Okay. This one okay. should be easy. All right. Obviously, this was intended for last week, but we didn't get this far. So. 
After playing Mike Barnes in The Karate Kid Part 3, Sean Kanan was cast as Greg Parker on what short-lived television show based on another Ralph Macchio movie? Was it My Cousin Vinny, Distant Thunder, The Outsiders, or Crossroads? And it's actually one that has come up in conversation on my timeline on Twitter anyway a whole lot recently. Okay. Um, Because S.E. Hinton has been one of my idols since I was 12 years old, right? And she wrote this book when she was 15 years old. And someone asked her why the TV show based on her book was, was only half a season. And she said, because it was bad. And it really was. Um, because Johnny and Dally were already dead. And who cares about the outsiders if Johnny and Dally are already dead? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I didn't watch the show, so I, I, I can't give any insight on it. Um, I but... did. Okay. <laughs> and still wish I could get that, you know, 13 hours of my life back. It was horrible. I mean, aside from missing, like, two big characters, was it just poorly written or was it just bad stories? What, what was so bad about it? Um, it was on Fox. It was in there with the, you know, 21 Jump Street and, and all those with the the pandering to the teenage crowd at the time. Um, okay. And it actually should have been good. Um, a lot of really talented kids on that show. A lot of them. And I, I, I can't remember really what exactly was it, you know, what it was about it that was bad, but it was just really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't care about Pony Boy. I didn't care about Soda. It's like, that doesn't make any sense because the actors were good and the, the stories were okay. And I love these characters. Why don't I care? Well, mm-hmm. probably because okay. Johnny was dead. And who cares if Johnny's dead? There's no point, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Next question to you. It happened again. Oh. Jackie and Michael got it wrong. Mike got it right. But Mike was already off the leaderboard. He doesn't count. We have sudden death between Jackie and M. Tizzle. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. See, I love that this has happened before because I (laughs) knew what happened as 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 soon as it pops up. It's like, they got it again. Okay. Okay. All right. So we've got sudden death. Again, this is just for Jackie and Michael. Not you, Mike. The other Mike. Um, so we're going we're gonna to switch over here. We're going to show the sudden death screen. You're going to get your code. No one other than those two can go in. All right. Let me get in here so I can run the right one. There we are. All right. And we're going to take that off. And there is your code. No one other than Jackie and M. Tizzle are to enter this game room. You're it. Oh, thank you, Kate. That was my son who was, for some reason, hanging out in the kitchen sneezing. Um... Mojo, Kate said, bless you. (laughs) All right, we've got one in. Just waiting for the other. 
And I am actually so glad that this has happened before because I'm much less freaked out than I was the first time. Right. And because it was the first time, so you had to kind of figure out how to coordinate all of this. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Why are Philippe and Mike back on the leaderboard? They got eliminated 10 questions ago. <laughs> Who's the guest on that episode? Um, that Nate? Was that Nate or was that Matt? That might have been. Yeah, Ron still. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. We're getting set up for sudden death here. I'm reading the screen, the chat roll, and somebody says, Is Ron still there? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Susan also asked it, uh, where you were. And I got my leg oh, wow. up. On all types rap. of stuff. I'm yeah. I'm kidding. All right. I'm just kind of chilling. Ah, no problem. We could all do that. I see two people in the game ready to start. Confirm for me that that is Jackie and the right Mike. Because we've got, you know, Mike P out there faking his death like Crease. (laughs) Sneaking back in. All right, Jackie is in. Michael is in. All right, here we go. This is speed-based. But same rules apply. Watch your screen that the game is on. Do not wait for us. We will be three seconds behind your screen. That three seconds could cost you. Because if you remember the first sudden death we had, Sam and Drew were less than half a second apart. This is the first person to answer wins it all. But you still have to be careful and make sure that your screen has already shifted down. Don't do it too fast. You lock yourself out and give it to the other person. Okay? Both of you, eyes on your screen. Because as soon as I push this button, it will pop up. And there we go. And which of us is reading this one? Uh, you can read it. Okay. All right, here we go. Who owns the building John Kreese's Cobra Kai occupied in the 1980s? Is it John Kreese? Terry Silver, Armand Zarkarian, or a nameless cream puff? <laughs> Make it a little bit easier, right? I think so. Okay. All right. The correct answer. Who owns the building? John Kreese's Cobra Kai, occupied in the 1980s, is Terry Silver. He owned nothing but the building. Okay. And to the results. The suspense is killing me. Hurry up. (laughs) Mike Tizzle. All right. And again, less than a second apart. Guys, good job. Good job. Congrats. Very um, good job. Jackie, so close. So close. Good job, Jackie, representing Australia there. Oh, yeah. You know, she's doing this at like three in the morning. So good job. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was good, guys. That was a fantastic game. And that came right down to the wire. Literally sudden death. Very good. That's awesome. I mean, she shows up almost every week, too. And Kiara's over in Italy. Yep. uh, Tuning in almost every week to play as well. So good job to everybody. Congrats, Mike. So, um, you know, I I believe you're still listening. So just reach out on Twitter or Instagram, whichever way, and just send me your your name and um, your address. And we'll uh, pass it on to Ron there. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to it. Very good. All First right. time champion, Mike. 
All right. Um, anything? Uh, I think that's it. That's going to be it for the game tonight. That was that. That's you know, like a minute and fifth or a minute and fifteen minutes. What is wrong with me? An hour and fifteen a, minutes yeah. went really smoothly. <clears throat> Ron, thank you so much for being the first guest that we have not had any astronomical um, technical issues with on any of the three sides. I feel very confident in the way this one went, and yeah. it'll never it'll never go this well again. Because I've said that now. Yeah. But um, now, Ron, do you have anything that uh, you would like to uh, pimp out? Any uh, like virtual seminars or any, anything of that nature that you have coming up? Uh, oh, I will. I've got some online courses coming up. I've got uh, my website has just recently been updating. I'm having a couple technical glitches I'm trying to deal with. So if you go to my website and you sign up for a free mastery mindset training or a free happiness hacks. Um, PDF that I have on there, you probably won't get it because I, I'm having issues, but you will get it later. I just got to figure it out with some tech support. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of you know that I signed up on Cameo. So mm -hmm. uh, two of the years I've been asked if I do uh, how to get autographs and how to get free video me or video messages. So if anybody, you know, if you're looking for a video message, I'm over on Cameo right now. And uh, also on celebvm.com. So you know, I'm I'm busy over here. Yeah, um, we, we we shared your cameo link uh, in our group. I'll have to get the other one, the other link from you, and share that one as well. Yeah, you, and you know, it's, and I I did my first one on cameo uh, for a 14 year old girl who had just graduated middle school. So that's always mind blowing to me a little bit. You know that uh, all these years later, this movie is so generational. And have had had such an effect. And her mom wrote me and said, you know, my daughter recently graduated middle school, and the only thing that got her through quarantine was Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, wow! Watching the original Karate Kid over and over again, and um, <clears throat> so I I recorded her a nice long video over there. That was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's astounding. It's like the themes and you guys' performances and everything. It doesn't matter what decade it is. It always applies somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's, it's unlike any other movie that's, you know, that I can think of that's had such a generational and cultural impact. And so it's an honor to be a part of it, to be sitting here talking to you guys all these years later. You know, yeah. Um, but even, you know, even through the tough times we're all going through right now, um, you know, this movie, the messaging and everything is, is helping people get through that. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's something, i tell you. There is something to be said for, nobody quote me on this, and if you accuse me of saying it, I'll deny it, for John <laughs> Kreese's Never Admit Defeat, or sometimes it's actually a good thing. Mm. That's all I'll say. Most of the time, yeah. he's an asshole and I don't like him. But <laughs> sometimes it applies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I would say, you know, you guys stay safe out there. You um, too. Yeah. Yeah. I have, you know, it's funny. We have at least five members of our family that have COVID. Um, mm. Just contracted it recently. You know, an entire family of four. Oh my God! Uh, my wife's cousin down down in San Diego, and and uh, so you know it, the thing is real, and it's having an impact on 
people. So I'd say stay safe. And please wear a mask. Yeah, follow the science. Yes. Yeah. Follow the science. Follow, I mean, follow the data, follow the facts. Um, don't be stupid. Don't be, you know, this thing is for real and it's, and it's, it's affecting people. I know people that have died. Um, I know people that have lost their, their loved ones. And then for some people, it seems to be, you know, I don't know why it affects bodies and different bodies in different ways. Some people are asymptomatic and some people die. I don't, and everything in between. So at any rate, nobody knows enough about it yet. And I would just say, well, I just hope you all are staying safe out there and being, being smart. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And you keep your leg up. Yep. My leg is up. Get that all healed (laughs) up. I'm rehabbing it so I can sweep some more. There you go. There you go. All right, so we'll go ahead and end it. I want to thank you, everybody, uh, for for participating, but also to anybody just tuned in, uh, you know, to 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 join the chat to hear Ron speak, um, and and all that too. So, uh, Mike, again, reach out with your information. We'll pass that forward, Ron. Uh, we don't have anything else for you after this. So after we we're done, feel free to just uh, um, go ahead, log off, and and then once I get the information, I'll I'll send that to you. All right, you guys. Thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Thanks oh, for coming, Ron. It was great. Take care, All right. everyone. You too. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.